listeners, or perhaps I should say, howdy partners. Aye? For today, the slanted hallway has brought us a story from deep within our past. We journey to a simpler time, a time of rugged outdoorsmen, harsh nature, and vigilante justice. The lawless lands of the American West were dotted with outlaws and little rabbits with antlers. But tonight's story focuses a lot more on the former, rather than the latter. Did you say a lather? No, I said ladder. It was very clear from the context. Well, it's good that you did, because we have a wonderful product for our listeners today. Blue Whale Home Permanent. I know many of our listeners think that the only way to get a professional-looking permanent is by going to the salon. That can be costly, and it's simply not true, thanks to new and improved Blue Whale Home Permanent. Its new, easy-to-use, leak-free design means that anyone can become their own stylist, and there's more. Many home permanents rely on synthetic materials that can be damaging to your scalp and hair, not Blue Whale. They only use the finest and freshest refined whale oils. The blubbers act as a sealant, and the dolphin wax creates a fine sheen that lasts for hours and hours. When you use Blue Whale, all the other girls will wonder where you got your hair done. Just tell them a little whale helped you out. Blue Whale, that is. Home permanent, eh? I know something that can be pretty permanent. I think our listeners are familiar with its icy grasp. The most permanent of hairdos. Death! There will be no wind to blow your pompadour when you're six feet under. But you know, sometimes the dead don't stay that way. Especially not in the slanted hallway. and only the end. Hoss, look what Sonny Jim is up to. I seen it, Daryl. Well, what are we gonna do? He can't be going around trying to sell that rope. Folks are liable to ask questions. The small town gossip will destroy us, and I can't stand passive-aggressive comments down at the watering hole. I knew we should have left him out there in the desert. That wouldn't have solved anything. People would just wonder where he went. A mouth that big would be noticed if it went quiet all of a sudden. Now you run and get Cobb. I'll take care of Sonny Jim. Meet me down at Harriet's Bag Saloon, and make it quick. Will do, Hoss. Say, uh, which Harriet's Bag? The one on the east side of town, or the one by the river? Obviously the one by the river. I like to scheme with a view. Right. Hey there, Sonny Jim. Uh, what are you doing? Well, I was figuring, since we don't need it anymore, and seeing as to how I could use the money, well, I figured I was sitting on at least a dollar, and all I got to do to get it was sell this here rope. Sonny Jim, what were you planning on saying if people asked about what we used it for? Ah, just tell them the truth. Say, now that I think on it, a rope used to kill an infamous outlaw. Why, it's gotta be worth it. It ain't proper to advertise committing a crime, no matter why you did it. Now, don't forget about old Sheriff Johnson. Ever since he got back into town, he's been a stickler for the rule of law, whatever that is. Well, think about it, Haas. Old Sheriff Johnson must have followed this trail for weeks, only to have us catch him right here in town. It wasn't that hard to spot him. You could see his guilt rolling in like stink lines over the horizon. That's why we should be proud. We did the whole dang town a service. But we ain't the law, so what we did was unlawful. Sonny Jim, even if he deserved it, it was murder, plain and simple. Through and through. Etc. Etc. Anyway, we're meeting up with Daryl and Cobb down at Harriet's Bag. They're coming along with me, and we're going to work out where we go from here. 
Now we gotta keep a low profile for as long as we need to. Oh, Harry, it's back. Mind if I bring my fireworks? I can't see why it would hurt. Let's light a few sparklers for the walk over. Dang it, Cobb, we're supposed to be keeping a low profile. Sorry, Hoss, this traveling case is a little ornery. I told him he shouldn't bring that whole spark collection, but he insists. No matter, go on over to Sunny Jim. I'll be by in just a sec. Sunny Jim? Howdy, Cobb. Mr. Darrell? That's enough formalities, Cobb. I don't know if Darrell told you what Sunny Jim was doing with that rope. Which rope? You know which one. Uh, the horse rope? The old flogging rope, the old... No, not those. Keep it down. Oh, you mean the hanging rope. The one we used to hang Six Finger Pete? Easy, easy. But yeah, that one. He was trying to sell it off. Not a bad idea. Gets rid of the evidence. Like I was saying to him, though, we gotta keep the heat off for a while. Heat off? You really think old Sheriff Johnson, old Wandering Johnson, the man that couldn't find the murderer that was hiding in his own backyard is going to be able to pin this one on us? He couldn't even find the contrast killer. And he always stood out. Listen here, Hoss is right. Even Sheriff Johnson could put it together if the whole town was saying the same thing. Right, and more important, Six Finger Pete was supposed to be his man. Just think of the glory he would have got. No one liked that outlaw. Everybody had a story about how he worked him over. Oh, like when he stole from the barber. Or when he tried to kidnap Miss Klugman's daughter. Or, or when he filled out a complaint with the homeowners association and old man McCloskey had to pull out his azaleas. You know, if we didn't get him, he'd be out there right now knocking over storefronts, rustling cattle, or illegally reproducing phonograph records. It's what needed to be done. We all agreed upon that. Face it, Hoss, we're heroes. Bonafide heroes. To the people, yes. To the law, we're no better than Six Finger Pete. Now keep your heads low, don't go around disposing of evidence, and stick the story I told y'all. Save the admission for your deathbed. Not a chance, Hoss. We did the right thing. We did what the sheriff couldn't do. And I'm not gonna sit by and let someone else take the credit for it. Howdy, boys. I'm back, and I brought with me one mighty fine prize. Is that what all that hooting and hollering's about? Well, that, uh, and they taught a cow how to read, but I'd like to think it's mostly for me. No doubt. Some of that is for my spur collection. You catch the fella who keeps stealing the county line, Sheriff? Uh, no. And incidentally, we will once again not be allowed to vote. Well then, what was it? I caught my white whale. No. Impossible, you don't mean... That's right, boys. The devil with three pinkies. The strongest grip in the West. The finest piano player in the London Symphony Orchestra. Old grinning, grunting, growling, six-finger Pete. What in tarnation? Get a gander right out that window, boys. I'm off to book him as we speak. Harriet, have a sarsaparilla waiting. I won't be long. That's right, listeners, you are expecting a standard western, but instead it's a wild case of mistaken identity. But who has mistaken whom for whom? 
whom has mistaken who for who? For, for whom the all valid questions? Regardless, there's now two reckless outlaws who have been caught for the same crimes. Perhaps we shall soon find that the number of outlaws did not shrink the night old six-finger Pete was hung. Hanged. Instead, it grew by four. Three. No. There would be five if six, uh, if, if six-finger Pete was alive. But now there's four. So it tripled? Quadrupled? There are either more or not. Depending on how... But boy, how about our sponsor, eh? I'm here, Mr. Narrator. I wish I could help, but I really haven't been listening. I've been lost looking deep into this mirror and marveling at my perfectly maintained curls. I haven't touched them all day, but they've stayed salon fresh thanks to new and improved Blue Whale Home Permanent. It's salon quality, but at home price. Blue Whale's patented ambergris conditioner leaves your hair as shiny as a porpoise, and the genuine walrus leather container is not only easy to transport, but the detachable ivory nozzle ensures perfect distribution. When people ask how you seem to stay so salon perfect, just tell them a little whale helped you. Blue whale, that is. Well, listeners, we must now return to our gang of would-be vigilantes now full-on murderers. Potentially. Or maybe they really did get the bad guy and it's the sheriff who's the fool. It will all unfold soon. Like a banana peel. But scarier. Boys. I think we all saw what was going past that window. No doubt about it. That was Six Finger Pete. But how? Here's how. We got the wrong man. I'd swear we got him. I haven't felt this guilty since I switched sides during the War of Northern Aggression. Now hold on, there's a way of knowing whether or not we got the right man. Now Sonny Jim, you're the one who led him out to the old hanging tree. Now when you won that billiards game, did he say high five or high six? Well, he said it natural, high five. Leaping lizards, we We killed an innocent man! man. Shh, shh, keep it down, the sheriff's at the next table. Well, surely be damned for this one. An innocent man would have had unfinished business. There's a ghost afoot now. Easy now, there ain't no such thing as ghost feet. Well, there were no such thing as righteous hanging till we done it. Anything's possible now. Sonny Jim, your mind's left you. There ain't no ghosts, and there ain't no damnation. There's ghost feet. Daryl, you shouldn't encourage him with all this superstition talk. Cobb's right. More important, there are only four people who know what we done. Me and the three of you. Now we keep our mouths shut, and that's the way it'll stay. But down at church school... We pulled you out of that church school so you could learn about real life. It ain't superstition. I heard about this before. An innocent man were hung... And all that done it met a grisly death. Happened out in the territory not three years ago. That's just old wives' tales. I've heard the same story, but never met no one who knew the man that died. Nothing's gonna happen, lest you make it happen. Thank you, Cobb. Now I say again, keep your head down and don't breathe a word of this to no one. We gots to live with our guilt. That's just the way it is. It's either that or the gallows. We're right to worry, Sonny Jim. Come midnight tonight, they'll see that. Enough of this. I'm not sitting for this any longer. Midnight? Well, that's just three hours from now. Sonny Jim, Daryl, Cobb, if we all just get a night's sleep, come tomorrow morn, we'll all be right back here at Harriet's Bag. Now that'll prove there ain't no ghost. 
Sonny Jim, don't buy into this nonsense. I'd put my whole spur collection on us being here in the morning. Well, then it's settled. We meet here tomorrow morning. Hoss, you seen Sonny Jim? I seen him. He went down to go get Cobb. Well, that's odd. That Cobb never sleeps in. The man never sleeps. Don't I know it. Hoss! Hoss! What is it, boy? It's Cobb. He's dead. What? How? I told you there was a ghost afoot. I knowed it from the start. Ghost feet already. Oh, it was that ghost, all right. Well, what happened exactly? His spur collection. It fell on him in the night. That ain't evidence of no ghost. Well, what else could have caused it if a ghost didn't kick it off the shelf of his foot? Cobb kept his entire collection, over 100 ornate spurs, on a flimsily put-together balsa wood shelf held up by a single nail above his bed. It was only a matter of time before it fell. It was coincidence what did Cobb in. Tragic coincidence. No, Hoss. That was the vengeful spirit of normal finger somebody. Come to drag old Cobb down to Hades with him. Now he's only got three more men to take out. Do you really want to keep playing this game, Hoss? We ought to turn ourselves in and ghost feet are gonna get us. And what does that solve? It just puts us all in the same place. Now if there is a ghost, and there ain't, that'll just make it easier on him. Now you got yourself spooked, that's all. Hoss, what's your concern here? It ain't ghosts. It ain't the law. You want to know what I think it is? Go on, Daryl. You tell me what's on my mind. Tain our dead friend. That's certain. Daryl, Marcus Amanda Cobb was my closest friend, like a brother to me. Now you watch your tongue before something else stupid falls out of it. Oh no. Don't you try and push this on my lack of education. I've got enough brains to know what you're thinking about. It's you, Hoss. You and your own skin, and that's it. You don't care who dies or who gets hurt so long as you stay out of the huskal. Daryl, you ain't making no sense one way or the other. Left? Stay out of this one. No, it's fine. You carry on talking, Sonny Jim, because I'm done. I'm off to mourn my friend. I'm going to go get drunk and ride my horse backwards through town. If this ghost is going to get us, well, then I'm dying the way I lived. Drunk and backwards on a horse. And further... Ghosts being the descendants of living men naturally have feet. They came from bipeds, so they are bipeds. Why else would you sprinkle flour to mark their tracks? Huh? Explain that! At least we found a use for all them spurs. Sure, but there's something in his storming off angrily that makes me suspicious. How do you mean? Well, think of it, Sonny Jim. Daryl was doing all this talk of turning ourselves in. Now, sure, but we ain't going to do that, are we? Yeah, we ain't, but you know who might turn us in, especially if it clears their conscience. Perhaps doing that might even save them from the hanging tree. You don't think Daryl would turn us in to save himself, do you? Well, do you? Well, no. Do you? Well, when you say it that way, yeah, I guess I do think it. Wait. We gots to stop him from turning us in. Exactly. Now we have to set about a plan to stop him. We could tie his boots together, double knotted. By the time he gets that undone, he'll have time to reconsider. One problem there, Sonny Jim. Boots ain't got laces. Now maybe... Right, well, supposing his wife gets pregnant, why, nine months from now, he'd have to take up the duties of a stay-at-home father. Well, or maybe we could play the ice cream wagon song on the other side of town. 
Oh, we could convince him the war's still on. He'd have to go back to Mexico to dodge the volunteer recruiters. Hold on there, Sonny Jim. Whether he turns us in or not, he's sure to get himself drunk aforehand. So we could just shoot him. Well, sure, I guess, but I was thinking something less grisly. We already got one life on our hands. What'll it be then, Haas? What if we just set his clock back a little bit every day? He won't be able to wake up early enough to tell the sheriff. Why, not too long from now, he'll be in perpetual sleep. Well, I thought maybe we could just throw a net on him. Oh, that's a fine idea, Haas. Let's do that. That's why I run a small town. No, not gang exactly. More like a neighborhood watch, I guess. Now let's get ourselves over there. Alright, Sonny Jim, you got that net? Yes, sir. All 300 square feet of it. They had one with tassels. Well, how much more did that cost? Two dollars. Dang it, Sonny Jim, I thought I taught you haggling. Sorry, Haas, but look, he threw in these personalized monograms for no extra charge. They never charge for that. Everyone's name starts with some letter. Oh, gosh, I didn't think about that. Well, maybe we can return it. No, you can't return it, because it's personalized. That's how they get you. Sorry, Haas, but at least now, everyone will know you did it. You'll be famous. What part of what we're doing sounds either popular or legal? Well, we paid for the net. Enough of this nonsense. I swear this ghost business has got you dumber than normal. No, I'm talking fine. Not dumb as in dumb. I mean dumb as in dumb. Oh, jeez. Now, let's get in here and real quick and violently subdue our close friend. Old Hickory's ghost, he's dead. I know that. I got eyes. The ghost did it. I know it, Haas. You gots to believe it now. The evidence is all right here. All these empty whiskey bottles, this phonograph playing the veteran's last song. Oh, and this suicide telegram, it all points to one thing. And what's that? Well, obviously he was playing a game of solo Russian roulette, Daryl's favorite game. Clearly he won five times before when all of a sudden a vengeful spirit rose up from Hades to drag him down into the flame liqueur. Now, hold on, Sonny Jim. It's a demon. Straight from Tartarus. Now, how do you know all this about the underworld? A church school. Be that as it may, we can't say for certain it was a ghost. You scared yourself dumb. I know it was a ghost. It has to be. Hold on, Sonny Jim. You're working yourself into a lather. I know it was. I know it was, Haas. We did wrong, and we're paying the price. Calm down, Sonny Jim. Get a hold of yourself. You keep screaming like this, and the whole town will be here soon. I can't calm down, Haas. His grief is so heavy, it's tightening my chest. The guilt has given me tunnel vision and shot pain down the left arm. Sonny Jim, you're overreacting, and there ain't nothing wrong with you. I can't believe the ghost got him before he took that toast out. I can smell it. Burning. Sonny Jim, I don't think this is grief anymore. Hops, my heart is so heavy, it's like it's trying to break free from my chest. It's attacking me to break free of this guilt. No, it's just a regular heart attack. You're 17 now, it's a natural thing. Just take a pull of your opium cigarette and you should be fine. Oh, that's better. Well, let me just look back in the direction of the body. Oh, it's back! Sonny Jim! Sonny Jim! Speak to me! Sonny Jim! Dear God, what's gone wrong here? What have I done? All I wanted was to help the town. Now I've ended the lives of everyone I wanted to protect. Ghost? There ain't no ghost. It's just me. A real live monster. I'm sorry, Sonny Jim. Daryl? Cobb, I got you all wrapped up in this. It's all my fault. What's going on in here? I'm getting complaints about a commotion. Sheriff Johnson, it's all over now. 
Explain yourself, or you'll hear an explanation from the long arm of the law. We killed an innocent man, Sheriff. We thought we got Six Finger Pete, but you did, Sheriff. We just hanged some poor look-alike. And what's happened to the rest of these men? All me, after a fashion. Well, not Cobb, that was just sort of weird. But Daryl and poor Sonny Jim, they got themselves all caught up on the idea of possession. The ghost of that innocent fellow we murdered. Well, Harson, that man may not have been so innocent. How do you mean, Sheriff? Well, I didn't get Six Finger Pete, just some guy who also happened to have six fingers. Six Digit Dave? From El Paso? Well, I'm glad everybody else knew about him. Anyway, you're coming with me. Even if you got Pete, you should have gone through me. That's the law of the land, Hoss. You know it from the start. A ghost, eh? I see one. A metaphorical ghost. The ghost of melancholy. Our loneliness now for old Haas. Right? Or maybe it's about the transitional period where the West was slowly tamed through the enforcement of law by an increasingly sophisticated network of sheriffs and marshals. Whatever it was, it was a pretty spooky story. That's just what you can expect from the slanted hallway. Tune in for next week's tale when a little girl's drawings come to life and she learns the true meaning of Christmas. But she learns it January 5th. So she doesn't get her dolly from Santa. Also, she can't save that orphan boy. But it happened in a snow globe, the whole thing. The story turns out to be a metaphor for... Well, we haven't finished it just yet, but tune in next week for a completed tale. Uh, by the way, we've moved to a new network. I'm, I'm honestly... Not sure why, but hopefully it all works out. With my producer's credit, I'll still be here. The only way I'm leaving is in a coffin. Or if United Artists gets back to me.